Hi everyone, it's me, Christine, solo on the podcast this week. I want to thank everyone who has been listening to my podcast while I grow this damn thing. And if you aren't subscribed already to the YouTube versions of my podcast recordings, I would really appreciate it. I'm actually trying to push to promote that more now. So if you aren't subscribed, my YouTube channel is slash CYS Chang, or I'm sure if you just search show up with Christine Chang inside YouTube, one of the videos will pop up and you could subscribe from there. And if you could hit like on a few of the videos and comment, I would really appreciate it. And of course, share it with any friends who you think might like the content. Today, I want to talk about balancing dating with the hustle. I know a lot of you out there are career-oriented, which is awesome. These are my <laughs> my kinds of people. However, I have heard that the hustle can get in the way of dating and creating a relationship. So if you are stuck in this scenario right now and you're wondering how do I get this to work, this episode is for you. Now, the first thing you have to do is be honest with yourself of what do you actually want? What is priority for you? Is it work? Do you feel comfortable saying a relationship isn't that important to me right now? Or kids aren't important to me right now. I don't want to have kids. That was something that for a while I was actually uncomfortable saying when people would ask like, oh, do you guys have kids? Do you, do you want to have kids? And then finally, I realized right now I don't want kids. And I can just say, no, I don't want kids right now. Pete doesn't want kids right now. And so it might be fear of judgment or is there something wrong with me that I don't want to be in a relationship or I don't want kids right now. No, there's nothing wrong with you. Own it. Own what's important to you. And your actions also show what's important to you. So if you're diving into work, if you're building your company, if you're building your portfolio and all your time is spent there or 99% of your time is spent there, that shows what's important to you. Now, if you genuinely want to start dating and creating the relationship of your dreams, then you might have to make some adjustments because Again, where your time goes is where energy flows. So, and you relationships do have to be nurtured. There has to be some sort of effort there. And I think the difference is usually when you feel in alignment and it's right, it is work, but it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like, ugh, like I have to go date, I have to put myself out there. It's more inspired action, like having the clarity knowing you want to create the relationship of your dreams. And then what does it take? Like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to have that relationship if I don't put myself out there. Let me increase the chances. And so you feel good about doing these things. So that's step one, is being honest with what you want. And step two is think about the stories that you have surrounding the hustle or working hard. Personally, I used to have a belief that I wasn't sure if someone would love me or tolerate the lifestyle that I had, traveling the world by myself, working 
a lot and not including them in everything because it was a problem in some previous relationships. So I didn't think that I would be lovable the way that I was for a while until I met Pete, where he chose me because of my lifestyle. He said, that's why I chose you because you're confident doing your own thing. And not only does he tolerate it, he really loves it. And Pete's not the only one, by the way. A lot of men out there, like all Pete's friends are like him. And they are married to women who are very career-oriented, traveling, doing their own thing. And these guys love it. They're just, they're really low-key. They're really confident and they do their own thing. So it absolutely exists just in case anyone out there has the belief, if you're not sure whether you could be you and do you and still have a relationship, be able to work. Not just work, but it could even thrive. Pete and I, freedom is very important to both of us and we support each other in that way. We always say, you do you, babe. So he really gives me the freedom to do me, which was really important to me. And I try my best to give that back to him. And I say try my best because out of the both of us, I'm the one who's a little bit more particular about things. And sometimes I'll be like, I know that shirt is you, but can you please not wear that to this function we're about to go to? But I really, because it's such a gift to me that he gives, I really, really remind myself and try my best to really let him just do him because I know how good it feels. If you're in a place where you are working a lot and you also want to create the relationship of your dreams, where do you have to adjust? Because if you really want a, a relationship, you'll be willing to make those sacrifices to maybe put your time a little bit more, you know, towards a relationship. And sometimes it could also be the person that you choose too. I think it's good to get feedback from exes. You know, if there's some sort of pattern and they all say, I feel like I'm not important, you know, you're never around. Okay, take that into consideration. But also, are you choosing the same type of partner who always gives you this result? Would you be open to dating someone who's different? And when I first met Pete, one of the things I was looking for was ease. I wanted ease. So in that sense, what makes P&I's marriage easy is similar values, the confidence we have with and trust that we have with each other. So it's very rare that things come up where we say, I don't feel loved by you. You know, I don't feel loved. Like that stuff just doesn't, it doesn't come up often with us just because we know how we feel about each other. And we know that the actions that we do is not personal. Like, you know, one year I forgot his birthday. He does not take that personal. I felt so bad. I felt so bad. And he just did not take it personal. He didn't think like, oh my gosh, you're reckless or I don't feel important. It was none of that. It was like an honest mistake. So it's things like that where there's that ease there, which I'm very, very grateful for. This actually makes me think of dating people who are very sensitive. People's emotions are valid, okay? Everyone's emotions are valid. I will say, though, I have dated guys 
who are more on the sensitive side in the past and it was really really difficult for me some people have the patience for that I don't because also I'm really sensitive and I feel when there's two sensitive people in a relationship values for me it made it really really hard so when I was choosing a life partner that's one thing that I also looked for like I don't want them to be overly sensitive or if they are they're they take responsibility for their emotions and they don't blame you know like you don't do this it's just more like I have this thing when people are late to pick me up and they, and they do the work on themselves to better that. And that's like with me, I'm super sensitive, but that's why I do personal growth. Like I want to show up as an empowered version of myself. I don't want to live life blaming other people for stuff. I want to take responsibility and that has served me really well. <laughs> so those are all my thoughts about balancing dating with the hustle. If you have any other questions regarding this, shoot me a message on Instagram. My Instagram is cchangandco. And if you have suggestions of other topics you'd like me to talk about, also feel free to shoot me a message. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you've enjoyed the show, please give it five stars and write a review. It helps my rankings and I really, really appreciate it. And if you're interested in my book to read or gift to a friend, it's called Show Up, Finding Love for Independent Women, and it's available on Amazon. Have a great day.